0: My name is Sean Rapier, and I love Disneyland. When I can't actually be there, I love talking about Disneyland, and that's why I put together the Castle Collective. So who is the collective? Well, it's a group of friends of mine who love Disneyland as much as I do. Some are former Disney employees, some are current Disney employees, some are hosts of other Disneyland podcasts, and some are just friends who love Disneyland just like you and me. And in each episode, one of them joins me to talk about what makes Disneyland the happiest place on earth. So for the next little bit, you can leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. This is the Castle Collective. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to the Castle Collective. I am Sean, your host, and So grateful for the collective members as we jump into our part two, that is part two of the best and worst of all lands. And joining us, we have almost the exact same group that we had the other night, uh, minus Nick at night, who is... uh, I don't know. He's he's on vacation right now. He's I was going to try to find a good description for what he's doing, but he's on vacation enjoying himself. So he's not joining us right now. But we are very, very fortunate to have with us. uh, She is a literal Disney princess. She uh, worked on the high seas on the Disney cruise line. See, Shelly, welcome back.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And also a former Disney World employee. He is the skipper, Skipper Rob, coming to us from New Orleans. So when we get into New Orleans Square, you'll literally be recording from New Orleans. Skipper Rob.
2: Hey, hey.
3: excited to be here.
0: Yeah, glad you're here. And you're looking dapper. We already talked about that, but you look oh, yeah. really sharp tonight.
3: Gotta look. And,
0: good. and also, he is one of the hosts of the Word on the Main Street podcast. The background. And it's not even virtual. It's his real background. Looks like he is in the haunted mansion. He is Sean Solo. <laughs> Good to be back. Part 2. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. And he is the large family man at Disneyland and our resident foodie uh, on all things except for churros. Joel Skellington. Oi, oi. So glad to have you guys here. This was a fun episode and we want to give a special shout out to a few listeners who reached out to us saying how much they enjoyed the first episode. Uh especially I enjoyed uh thank you to Juliana who reached out and said how much she enjoyed the witty banter. That is a phrase we do not use enough, witty banter. Uh and it's one that's apt because you are all witty and uh also banter Robert. Robert <laughs> yes, yes. Robert G, we uh thank you for. Uh, saying that we all sounded remarkably educated in our uh opinions, so we appreciate, we love hearing from our listeners. So please feel free to reach out to us on social media. But if you missed episode one, it's okay. You can still listen to this episode. There's nothing, you know, you don't have to listen to number one first. You can listen to them out of order, but you should go back and listen to it on the first episode. We covered Main Street USA, Tomorrowland, and Fantasyland. We went over the best and worst part of each land. We started off with some very strict rules. Those got obliterated in the first eight <laughs> seconds of the episode. So now I'm done making up rules because they only hamper <laughs> us. So uh, really, anything goes. It's We'll go over your favorite and then least favorite thing in each of the lands. And we are starting in my favorite land at night uh which is adventure land i love adventure land it at nighttime there's just something so special about it so let's go to the best and worst of adventure land we're going to start with the best of adventure land and let's go to joel skellington lay it uh, on us what is your best of adventure land
4: i had many options here uh more than some lands uh I really love it through and through, as you say, just the theming is fantastic and such. But of the big guns there, I, I chose between them and I'm going with the Jungle Cruise. Yes. Um, that was, yeah, for me.
0: Yeah. What is uh, what is it you love so much about the Jungle Cruise?
4: Obviously, the witty banter. Um, it <laughs> was appreciated. Wow, but, we, uh, we
0: got a callback less than two minutes in. <laughs> well played.
4: It's all right. I'll forget it later. Um, I love it. But, it's just, I don't know. It's enjoyable. It's uh, the seats aren't too uncomfortable. I don't get rattled about. Um, It's just, and it's, you get to keep talking with your um, folks there that you're with. It's just, I don't know. It's just an enjoyable experience. Even if you have a subpar skipper, which is rare, um, It still ends up becoming a, a rare experience.
0: Awesome. I think that is, I think that that is not going to be the last time we hear that. I, of course, I'm a big fan as well, but let's hear what uh, Sean Solo has. Yeah, on the best of Adventureland.
2: you basically already said it, but I love the lighting at night. Um, obviously, there's no lighting in the day, but I love the lighting <laughs> of the land. Uh, it just feels like you're in the jungle. There's tiki torches and fire and it's uh it's just really, really nice to walk through at night, especially after the park is closed and you're making your way out and there's nobody there. It's just fantastic.
0: It's awesome. Yeah, that that land at night, it there's something about it, like the 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 lights and the torches and the music, and it's kind of a little bit confined, whereas a lot of the other areas in Disneyland are open and yeah, it's it's definitely my favorite place to walk around at night. So, it's awesome. Skipper Rob, where are you going? Skipper Rob, former skipper of the Jungle Cruise at ad- located in Adventureland. Oh, no. What is well, your favorite part of Disneyland of uh, Adventureland?
3: Jeez, you know, I want to break all the rules, but um what I what I really like about Adventureland is I think they have the best variety of quick service food.
0: Oh, wow. I did not see you going that direction.
3: In the sense that they got the, what is it? The Bengal.
0: Bengal bar, barbecue.
3: Bengal barbecue. And then you got the little hideaway. Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah. Tropical and then hideaway. you also have the, the Dole Whips. tropical hideaway.
3: Tropical hideaway and then the Dole Whips. And I, I just, it, it has the best variety of like really good food over there. Mm. Um, I, I just wanted to kind of like keep adding to the discussion because I agree with both Joel and um, Sean about the two things they just brought up. So I'm going to keep building upon how great the vibe is there. And
0: the, yeah, what I have to say, you're, you're right about, I mean, those are definitely two of the, I mean, best, I I eat a Bengal barbecue all the time and, you know, I'm a barbecue guy, but their pork belly when they do, they, that's a limited thing. But when they do pork belly, my gosh, it's fantastic. And then and also their breadsticks are really good. Are,
3: hmm. Some of my favorite memories are eating at the hideaway and listening to that stupid uh, cockatoo <laughs> tell jokes all night long. <laughs> and it's just like a like being there at night. It's just like such a great vibe. I love it.
0: Yeah. Great. No, I love it. Um, did you have uh, – did anybody here – go to uh, Aladdin's, what was it called? When Aladdin had their restaurant there, Aladdin's Oasis.
1: I never did. always thought about it, never did it.
0: Yeah, we did it once. It was pretty cool. They had kind of a little mini show and then uh, Aladdin and Jasmine and the genie would walk around and take photos. It was kind of like an Aladdin's version almost of uh, like Crystal Palace where you get all the Winnie the Pooh characters walking around. It was a little mini show. And then uh, they'd walk around and, and talk to you. So, yeah, really, really fun. All right. See, Shelley, where are you heading with uh, Adventureland?
1: I also love Adventureland so much. So uh, everything everybody has said, awesome, especially the nighttime vibe and kind of walking through there. But um, I'm going to take a little bit of what Rob said specifically with Bengal Tiger and kind of combine it with the fact that that's my favorite place to eat at uh, Disneyland park. And then I also am a huge fan of the Indiana Jones, ride. I love it a lot. So, and they're right across from each other. So that sort of combo of, for me, that's one experience, if that makes sense. It's like, we got to go ride Indiana Jones at a time at which I also will get myself some, uh, kebab skewers. I like the, I like the, like, sort of sweet teriyaki ones i like the uh, Mm. spicy beef i really actually love them all so i that's an experience i have to have when i'm at disneyland anytime i go and i love eating there and then going on indiana jones or vice versa so it's sort of like a combination event for me and i love both of those things tons
3: oh also to mention dole lips and jungle juleps oh jungle juleps are so good yeah. We just
0: covered all of Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Did, I think so. It's do, pretty small. <laughs> did we do, did we do ride pairings one time? Did we, didn't we do yeah. an episode on pairing food with rides? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We that, did. The combination, it is pretty darn good and hard to beat the combination of uh, Indiana Jones with Bengal barbecue. So yeah, it's, it's a good land. This is a good land. I, I am shocked because I kind of thought, I Going into it, I thought everybody was going to say Jungle Cruise. Um, and I am not saying Jungle Cruise. I am going to shock everybody with the Tiki Room is my favorite part of Adventureland. I love the Tiki mm. Room so much. Uh, I have so many memories. That is one of the most constant because other than the short time. And in fact, I don't even remember if they did it in Disneyland. I know they did it in Disney World where they did under new management uh, and it was being run by uh, Iago. Iago. Yeah. But uh, I don't remember if they did that in Disneyland or not, but what I love about it, it has not changed. It just has not changed. You get the Walt experience. And, you know, I had the Tiki room record when I was a kid that I used to play on my Donnie and Marie record player. (laughs) And uh, that's a true story. And there's something about it that's just so nostalgic. I love the opening. I don't mind if I show up right as they're closing the doors for the previous show. And, you know, I don't like waiting in lines, but I love the pre-show where the all the gods are saying who they are. Yeah. You can get a Dole Whip. You're in the courtyard. That courtyard is fantastic unless it's 100 degrees outside. But then going inside and just sitting. And when it's 100 degrees, you can sit inside. Uh, we closed our last trip. Uh, With it, my wife and I, it was just the two of us, we went in at one minute to midnight. We walked in, there was one lady across from us in the entire Tiki Room. And something I know Sean appreciates, and I think some other members of the collective, but uh, many, many times visiting Maynard there and getting stories from Maynard, uh, our favorite employee who no longer is at Disneyland, but... So for me the Tiki Room is the best part, Jungle Cruise very close second and and walking around at night. I mean I could go with all of them, but I I sure love the Tiki Room. So
3: I yeah, I think it was maybe two or three times ago I got to see Maynard host the Tiki Room. It was one of the coolest experiences of my life. Like he yeah. is just one of a kind, especially when he started talking about all the, like the garbage cans and like throwing the trashy <laughs> trashy or something like that. I, he was just <laughs> it was amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm grateful that my son got to meet him because, uh, you know, he he just we'd record him telling stories and it was just like nothing else. His passion for Disneyland and for the storytelling, man, God bless that man. Yes. Awesome. Well, it'll be interesting to hear what our least favorite in Adventureland is. I have one for sure. Well, but, I'm, not, I'm uh, surprised
3: nobody mentioned Indiana Jones. Um I well, mean, Shelly did.
0: I mean, she- oh. Shelly mentioned in her eight things that are her one favorite. That's uh, Indiana- not
1: true. Two right across from each other. One experience. Bengal Tiger and Indiana Jones together. And also, Rob, you don't listen to me.
0: And oh. and, and walking around at night. So, um, but no, I, I allow it. I'm there are no rules. So you I will allow it, Shelley. it. OK, I love it. So but Shelly did out of her in her defense. She did have Indiana Jones. So yeah. Okay. Um, and judging by the line, Indiana Jones is a very, very popular ride. So, um, it's the best all thing right, you can do it at the end of the night. My wife and I did it at and the run end of the night.
1: all the way through.
3: <laughs> yeah, and she, we were the only ones on the on the on the car, and she drove it, and she
0: just yep. loved that. That so. is the best. So, Skipper Rob, why don't we start with you on uh on least favorite part or worst part of Adventureland?
3: The worst part of Adventureland gives me anxiety and claustrophobia which is the Jungle Cruise line on the top shelf. It is the worst <laughs> up there. It is a mouse trap of a line. It is so bad and then you're always like do I go left do I go right do I go left do I go right am I going faster than the person that I decide? Cause you're always like racing the person and then eventually you like converge <laughs> or if that person was behind you and then at the convergence spot, they get in front of you and then you get really angry. It's the dumbest thing. I hate that line. <laughs> it's kind of cool that it's up there, but it's so claustrophobic and it's just, I don't like that. It's just, I hate it. So we'll say that.
0: Oh, I so agree with you, Rob. I think we all, I, the other part is you never know what parts of the line are open. Yeah. From underneath because they block pretty much the entire line. And so you're trying to take their word for it as to the timing. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this line doesn't look bad. And we're going upstairs. (laughs) My gosh. When it's hot. Yeah. Oh, it's special hot. Now the announcements are. They make up for it. Hilarious. I have to say.
3: But the worst is when it goes down and then you're just stuck. And you're like, I got to get out of here. And you're not, nobody's moving and everybody's just standing in this heap of madness. And it's just like, I hate it.
0: Yeah. My favorite last time though, when we were in line, it was, I had never heard this one until last time. And it was very funny. They said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as a reminder, there is no taking photos in the line. No taking photos in the line. They are nailed to the wall for a reason.
3: <laughs> a classic one is uh, if you lost a wad of $100 bills wrapped in a red rubber band, we have some good news. We found your red rubber band. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. Good stuff. So uh, let's go to see Shelley. What's your least favorite part of Adventureland.
1: So mine is kind of line-oriented as well. Trying to be tangible, though. The act as much as I can with this. Because it's kind of a crowded complaint. But since the excitement of the Dole Whip has, like, caught fire and, like, since we've had the internet and the whole entire world knows that they need to go have that when they're there, um, which is great. It's just that, unfortunately, the placement of that... (laughs) And where people kind of curl and line up is also right where the bottleneck is to get into Adventureland. And so uh that that is probably my least favorite part is when the line for the Dole Whips are is outrageous and you kind of just want to walk by and then like the bathroom's right there too. There's just a lot going on right in that little spot. So I don't know that there's much that can be done about it, but it can feel a little bit clogged and frustrating and What's when not? you order
3: through the app, that usually helps. That's one of the best things, yeah. That they're getting
1: more.
0: I mean, a lot with the app,
1: that technology is helping, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, and you know, it used to make me laugh because you'd see people before the app, people would be lined up 40 people deep, but yeah. then if you went inside the courtyard, there'd be two people, and mm-hmm. you could order <laughs> the same thing, like right there. Yeah, The app has been a, a great equalizer, but that is a crush going through. When you come across that bridge, mm-hmm. the bathrooms and the shop right there. And yeah, it's a, it, it's a mess. No question. That That is not the fun part. Sean Solo, what you have as your uh, least favorite.
2: <laughs> Don't hate me, but currently <laughs> it's Indiana Jones <laughs> and no! it's not, it's not the ride. It's, it's the fact that they have not maintained it very well. The fact that the snake doesn't move it's the fact that last time i went uh that final scene with indiana jones hanging there the walls didn't move at all the ball oh, no. didn't come no and i heard that was very common uh but luckily they're refurbing it so we'll see but yes that that has been a disappointment lately and i, I hope mean... they take the time they need to get that back up and running but it's just rough, especially when you take your kid for the first time, and it's just broken. So, yeah. And there's
3: like that one room which just is completely black, and then you see rats <laughs> yeah. kind of in a smoke <laughs> thing. It's like this room is all black. Like they could completely retheme that whole entire room.
0: I, I know you are worried about getting the hate, but Sean, you and I have the same one. The current state of Indiana Jones is it's so bad. It's gotten. You know, rides have cycles. Where they start to wear a little bit and then they have to be refurbed and, you know, you, you see it happen. I don't know why, I don't know if it was pandemic related or what, but Indiana Jones is the first time to me that a ride has become unacceptable. It is now, it is now bad. And, and, and I think if you've, if you've never been on it, it's probably great, you know, but when you've been on it and you realize all of the things. But also it breaks down every 10 minutes. You know, you get up to the front and then you wait 20 minutes with the lights right. on and whatever else is happening. There is so much wrong. The snake doesn't move. The ball has stopped rolling completely at the end. Yes. Um, so Indiana Jones is just left hanging there. We got stopped at the ball last time. So he's wow. he's literally just hanging there and the music's playing and he's just hanging there and there's a ball. And then we finally went down and there was no, like, but you go around. I've always hated the snake in Indiana Jones because Mm -hmm. the rest of the ride is so real. And then this snake just looks like they bought it out of a stuffed animal shop. Like they wanted
1: Probably, but I have a phobia of snakes. So I still definitely turn away and close my eyes.
0: Well, now you don't have to because it just sits there. (laughs) It doesn't come toward you. But then even when we went through uh, the skeletons and you usually get the that was shut down last time. We just rode through this dark room with skeletons. It's bad. Like it, mm-hmm. I now am to the point where that mm. ride is now bad. And yeah. thankfully they're going to fix it. But Sean, we're hundred percent aligned. I had written down <laughs> the current state of the Indiana Jones ride. Yep, exactly. It's, it's the worst part of, and, and once they fix it, I, I got to think that it's a major overhaul refurb. I gotta think there's going to be a lot that's going to be fixed in it. Yeah,
2: um, we were saying on our last episode that we recorded for our podcast, like Disney, just take all the time you need, yeah, that right up to snuff.
0: <laughs> yes, I agree. Take six six months, months whatever, a year. Takes.
4: I don't care. Just get yeah. a crystal skull six in there, months. make it really hum. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, and and put short round in it, would you? While you're doing it, right? <laughs> just <laughs> you put know, short you want Globe, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Jones. Awesome. All right. Joel Skellington, what is your worst of?
4: Uh, Mine's also generally the rule breaking, but, uh, and we've all spoke of the crowd, but I, I did make it specific. It's that pinch point that is right there with the um, jungle cruise between jungle cruise and Indiana Jones and the Bengal barbecue. Like it gets down to about two people wide and then people want to park all their scooters there um, at the same time it is the most maddening choke point because so I seem to forget about it. And I'm trying to rush over to new Orleans squares or something. And I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, it's like the four Oh five. It's just, you can't yes. get through that thing. Um, it's just maddening. Like just a little more space. I do like the enclosed. I love the jungle feel, but can we get a little bit more open? Can we do something?
1: Yeah. that's. The, I feel agree. like that's the sacrifice at Disneyland, right? Like, to me, Disneyland is so much comparing to Magic Kingdom, it's so much more like intricate and detailed to me, most places. And it feels like Magic Kingdom was kind of like, let's build this bigger, faster, maybe a little cheaper in some areas. So I'm su- I'm such a Disneyland diehard, but that's what you give up, is the because Magic Kingdom has a lot more space through many of the pathways. And Disneyland does have quite a few little chokeholds on. Pathways and most of them are in Adventureland.
0: Actually, yeah. yeah, I agree, and that's one of the joys of Disney World, especially Magic Kingdom. And you can stretch. I would say no, especially Epcot. The downside is, you know, uh, hey, I want to go on this other attraction at Epcot, especially, but even at Magic Kingdom, you're on one side of the park. You want to get to the other side. You better not it's need far. to be there for 45 <laughs> yeah. minutes because, you know, at Disneyland. You're dealing with the tighter crowds, but it is a tighter park and it's awesome. Well, these were all good ones with Adventureland, not the direction I thought we were going, but again, I like it. Well thought through. Why don't we jump from uh, Adventureland and just looking at the time it took to do Adventureland. We're going to do three lands again tonight and we're going to do a part three because I like taking the time to have this discussion uh, so I'm going to take us a little bit out of order from what we had talked about before. And I think we're going to go, we're going to do, uh, tonight we'll do Adventureland, we'll do Toontown, and we'll do Galaxy's Edge. Does that sound good? Sure. Here. Let's jump to Toontown. Uh, this will be interesting because it's been closed for quite a while. They basically demoed the entire thing and rebuilt it, you know, I mean, literally. So you, uh, it'll be interesting to see where we go for uh for toontown let's start with uh joel skellington what you got for toontown
4: um starting with the best i'm assuming again
0: yes yeah, starting with the best
4: um for me the best is roger rabbit i love that ride. right um, I think the theming—I don't know if it's appropriate for Toontown, but I—I uh, I like. <laughs> first off, like, I'm like I don't, my kids haven't seen that, and I still, you know, they're in their teens. I'm like, I don't know if they still should see that movie, but, um, but I, I love the ride. It has so many fun little, uh, little pop ups, especially if you are in line. Um, you know, sliding doors and and just excitement. It's maybe in some ways a souped up uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, um, but. I still, I, I like it. I think it's a it's one that I really enjoy.
0: Not to mention one of the top five best lines
4: yeah, in all of queue.
0: Disneyland. The queue itself is so entertaining. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I put it up there with Monsters, Inc. You know, lots of things to see. You feel like you start the attraction the minute you get in line. There's a lot to see. Um, shame on them for taking out the Jessica Rabbit scene that they did. You know, but what can you do? <laughs> totally agree that is a fun attraction joel are you a spinner or a non-spinner
4: um again depends on the season of life you're in but uh i'm in a non-spinner <laughs> season of life right yeah.
0: now you you and i at our age we put things spin on their own plenty we don't need yes. to add
4: to it so i stand up at spins so let's... yes
0: sean solo uh what you got for your favorite in toontown
2: Yeah, I had the same thing. Roger Rabbit's the best thing that Toontown currently has to offer. We'll see what happens when it reopens, but Roger Rabbit, hands down, like you guys said, the line, the attraction, it's just all really, really good. One of my favorite movies.
0: Yeah. It's also one of the only rides I've ever been walked off of. Uh, I got walked halfway through it, which is a fun one to get walked. Uh, It's kind of fun to see the, see the ride as it, as it opens up. So very fun. Uh, skipper Rob, what you got as a uh, favorite.
3: You can tell me this doesn't count, but the anticipation of runaway railroad. I <laughs> love that ride. It is. Such how, how, about, how about,
0: That'll how about, how about just, just name runaway railroad as your favorite part. Yeah, it is. I mean, just I'm, call I'm it so
3: excited. I haven't seen it yet. Um, Oh, okay. Did I you, mean, have well, you been on it, it at Disney world? It in Disney world, but yeah, so that's world, all right. It's,
0: it opens next week. I think. Yeah. It's exactly the same Rob. So, right. I mean, you runaway can call railroad. it as your favorite. It's, Tell us why you love runaway railroad so much.
3: Well, it's, 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 it's such a fun interactive ride. The projection mapping is really cool. It's great technology. And yeah. what I, what I think they can do with that ride with the projection mapping There's a lot of things they can do. They can do a lot of overlays and do different theming. I think that's a really cool idea, just to take the projection mapping and turn it into something else. Plus, you're on these like cool trains that are autonomous, and um, they spin around. And you go in the water. You 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 go in the fire room. You go in the, the like the factory room. It's just it is just like it is a visual wonder. Like you you like all your senses are just like overload it's so fun
0: i think two of the best technologies to come out in recent history one is trackless and two is uh projection mapping and it can be overused or used not great like to be honest frozen in epcot uh elsa's face is not phenomenal with the projection mapping but the projection mapping when it's a cartoon is always amazing. And yeah, I I think Runaway Railroad is one of the best attractions in all of the Disney parks. I'm so excited that we get it at Disneyland. So, I think it's, that's that can be your favorite cuz from what I've heard, we have an insider that we're all friends with uh from what we've heard, it's gonna be exactly the same pretty much. So
3: and it's gonna revitalize that part of the park. I just I, I like when there's really great attractions that can just like split up the crowds.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's and that's gonna have some lines. It's gonna be fantastic. I get the feeling you're gonna be uh spending on an individual lightning lane plus for that bad boy for a while. So I will, yeah. So uh see Shelley, what's your favorite part?
1: Uh my favorite part of Toontown is the Fantasyland Theater. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> <And> so, <laughs> it is though, because it's like right there. I mean, it might as well be in Toontown. Oh, and... I
0: love that you got a fantasy land theater, Jasmine. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's my actual answer, but um
0: I think so... technically that's part of Fantasyland. So <laughs> it's right there. <laughs>
1: right there. Uh I I honestly just like I love the idea of Toontown and like what everything looks like. I know that sounds sort of just like, you know, cosmetic, I guess, is what I love about it. But I I don't go in there a lot because I'm not often there with kids. But when I do go to Disneyland, I have to walk through Toontown. And I think it's more just like the experience of how cool it is that they make everything actually look like a cartoon, all the little houses and stuff. So I. I truly just enjoy the aesthetics, like the bright colors and the cartoony lookingness of it and the, and the idea behind it. I definitely nice. think attraction wise, it can be spruced up, which is awesome that they're putting the runaway railroad there.
0: Ah, oh, Fantastic. Great answer. Uh, I went in a slightly different direction for my favorite. Uh, my favorite is meeting Mickey mouse in his house. Uh, I'm a big Mickey mouse guy. And I tell you, the first time uh and I'll never forget it, the first time that we went through Mickey Mouse's house, there was uh, the line wasn't too terribly bad, but you know, I'd never been through it, and we hadn't seen it on the internet or whatever. We just knew you could meet Mickey. And going through his house, they put so much detail, but not only just how cool it is, the histrionics of it are amazing. They have so many references to different Mickey Mouse movies and different Mickey Mouse experiences and just little details of things you could see. So we're we're walking through our house with our family, and I have a specific love of Steamboat Willie. Um, I just I love it. In fact, you know what I was thinking about? Sean, I don't know if you remember. We were recording at your house the night Disney Plus went live. And you, you and Brian and I were all at your house and we were talking about what would we watch first? And I specifically said, I'm going to go watch Steamboat Willie first. And that was the first thing I watched on Disney (laughs) plus, but we, so we walked through the whole house and then there was a director guy and he said, okay, guys, come on through right around here. Mickey's ready for you. And you know, they have different Mickey's that show up. And I walked around and it was Steamboat Willie. And I started to cry i I literally I've been through Mickey Mouse's house, and there he was, and my family was with me. It was phenomenal. That was one of my favorite things. That's my favorite part of Toontown is going through his house, and then there he is waiting for you. like it's great to see characters, but seeing them in their home, yeah, next level. that's just as awesome as it gets for me so. That's my favorite, uh let's go back over to uh Sean Solo for your least oh favorite part <laughs> of Toontown. Let's hear it. uh I
2: wasn't sure what to pick um I kind of just said Toontown <laughs> uh, and that's
0: <clears throat> that's mainly we, I just think we all know what you mean.
2: it's just the trolley. Just sits there. Stuff's all closed. You can't go in Goofy's house really and do anything. Uh um, half
0: the half the
4: effects yeah, pull just, this
0: or pull on that or lift this up. So you many kids touching all that
4: st- Yeah. Um bars are hanging on the ground. They're <laughs> right. Pull apart,
2: like, yeah. yeah, like the jailhouse bars. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're all stretched out as far as can be. So I don't know. It's just not my favorite land to be in, but I I go well, for Roger all Rabbit.
0: <laughs> I mean, that'll all be fixed. Yeah. Know? I mean, they really did. They they tore out everything. Like, they ripped it down. Mm-hmm. Not everything. I mean, obviously, Roger Rabbit's still there. But they really ripped it, for the most part, down to the ground mm-hmm. and built it back up. So, hopefully. I think yeah, it'll be a I, I think, I think it'll be we, cool land. I think sure. we all know exactly what you mean. So, Yeah. How about uh, Joel Skellington? What do you have as your worst?
4: Um, well, I feel a little bad because my worst is Mickey's house. Um, <laughs> and it feels particularly bad after hearing your story. Like, I'm-
0: <laughs> Joel, what's going on with your microphone? What happened? He <laughs> just muted you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I do that? Uh, no, you have to unmute yourself. It, well, there yeah. you go. Sorry, um, I muted you. It feels like i very petty of
4: me but it feels no, like I was, I'm kicking a puppy um yeah. <laughs> after your story but um
0: that's okay you're entitled you're entitled and there are a lot of things that.
4: I actually was going between but Sean had already said it was just kind of the disrepair and the rundown of, yeah. of everything but my experience was not obviously did not have the same experience as you I just was frustrated I think you even said like a half hour to meet Mickey was at least 17 hours it feels like <laughs> um, and I'm standing in line just to meet Mickey and, um, and I, I mean, I started to go, Oh, look, uh, this you know, thing is playing and look at that and stuff. But after standing there for an eternity yeah. and going, Oh, okay, wait, no, oh, there's another room. Why does Mickey suddenly have an 18 bedroom <laughs> home? Like, can we not just go on something? And, uh, so They're I didn't have the same experience. Um, It was forever long and it was deceptive. I was like, oh, it's just this little house. But it it goes back and down and underneath the bowels of Disneyland and back around (laughs) through San Diego and then back to to Disney's, to Mickey's
2: house. (laughs) so
4: (laughs) So it was just like. We're so done, and my kids don't care about seeing Mickey. And we have like all of three seconds, it feels like, see Mickey, cry, get a picture of your kids crying, and now move on. um So, a little different. Now you, got, now
0: you got me second guessing it. <laughs> 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 Suddenly, I hate Mickey's house. Oh, that is you want to so a funny. Note,
4: uh, not hate, but I just want to mention the Gadget Go Coaster is really quite good. If you haven't been on that one, I was pleasantly surprised. When I first went on there because I thought it's a kid's coaster, but it is, I thought it is a fantastic bang for your buck coaster at any age. It's
0: That's a funny. fun coaster, no question. It's a good, it's a good little coaster. Too too short for the amount of time that you wait. It's a pretty oh. quick little coaster, but yeah, it's it's really fun. Luckily, um, when I went it was a
4: bunch of suckers at Mickey's house, so there wasn't much of a line um for the coaster.
0: I'm so. in there crying with Mickey <laughs> so that you could go on that line. That's
4: good. Yeah.
0: Skipper Rob, least favorite part of Toontown.
3: Um, I just think it's kind of just way too wide open. Not a lot of shade. It's just like there's not a lot going on. Um, I what would be really cool, but they won't do it, is make it an indoor pavilion Mm. and make it look more like the um the movie. Like imagine walking into like a like walking in, and then all of a sudden you see like the the brick, like this, and mm. they singing the song "Smile," watch you smile. Like they like they bash through the brick wall from Human Town into Toontown. How cool yeah, would that be?
0: That transition That's would awesome. be cool. Right, that would be pretty so- amazing
3: it's just kind of like there there's great possibilities with this land and they're just, it's, and I, and I saw what they're planning on doing with the refurbishment and it's not a whole lot. Like we built a fountain, we (laughs) put a tree here, we put a (laughs) statue here. It's just like, uh, there's so much more you could do with it. So it's just like the possibilities that they're not working with. And I know it's probably not a priority,
0: but like, it could be really cool. Just well, like they, it. they did spend a lot of money on the refurb anyway. I'm yeah. I'm a big fan of the video game Cuphead and I, I always kind of wish that they would kind of take the Cuphead aesthetic which is kind of the Silly Symphonies aesthetic mm-hmm. and that they would do the Silly Symphonies version but it looks like they're leaning into the newer version which I get it's for kids and kids don't care about the Silly Symphony era but I kind of wish and, and a lot of uh runaway railroad is silly symphony's style, you know, with singing flowers and stuff like that. So
3: it's yeah, it's their retro, but they have those cartoons. Those are newer cartoons that yeah. are kind of a retro style, which I love.
0: Yeah. Love it. So yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see, but I totally agree. It's it doesn't quite live up to its potential. So see Shelley, what uh, what are you looking at as your worst of the uh Toontown?
1: So, I just think it should be like crawling with more characters, in my opinion. Like, I was giggling at Joel because I think that's hilarious about getting in to see Mickey and going to San Diego first and all, because that's kind of what it feels (laughs) like. And it seems as though it seems as though you should walk through Toontown and kind of just see all of them at some point Chippendale, donald you know and mm. i feel like they're actually really hard to come by there and if you are going to you are waiting in a super long line i actually enjoyed when i was there during um you know the mask era and COVID and stuff because i felt like the characters were there a little bit more because they weren't letting the kids play in all the houses and stuff because mm. they weren't allowed to touch all the everything but instead you know like donald and daisy were up on their little ship and waving and um so I, I noticed more characters there during pandemic times um but just in general i think that's something that makes it feel a little a little blah sometimes is that you should yeah. walk in there and you should see them like they should just I agree be there all the time everywhere so
0: all the characters should be there totally mm-hmm. agree that's where they live i mean that was the theory yeah. behind it right the whole point of it was this is where the tunes live. It's Tune Town. It's where they, mm-hmm. where they live, um, you know. And especially with the the Roger Rabbit, you know, it really could be. You know, that's the whole point of Roger Rabbit, uh, which was a great movie. By the way, if you've never seen, here's a little hidden nugget: if you have never seen Cool World, Cool World is well worth seeing. Uh, young Brad Pitt. And Kim Basinger, and it's back and forth. It's cartoons in the real world and and uh, fantastic. But anyway, um, oh, by the way, I just had an alert pop up while we're recording. Uh, Runaway Railroad will use boarding group. They're going mm-hmm. back to boarding group and individual lightning lane. So you're going to have to try to grab a boarding group right at the right time uh we've talked both on word on the main street as well as on uh this podcast about how to get a boarding group time it if you have especially if you have a an iphone right there <laughs> just time it out with your phone but um yeah funny that that was that just got announced <laughs> uh i guess it was a couple of hours ago but anyway i just saw it alert came up um All right. So over to mine. Mine is, uh, and I hope that this is rectified by the new refurb. Mine is the hours of Toontown. Mm -hmm. They, for quite a while now, for many years, if the park closes at midnight, Toontown closes at eight or nine or sometimes seven. Sometimes the park will close at 11 and Toontown closes at 7 p.m. And when you have an attraction like Roger Rabbit, what are you doing? I really hope that they don't make it a separate thing just because they can. Doesn't you know, they that have...
1: have to do with where they shoot the fireworks from? Well, they close it.
0: That's part of why they could be closing it down. But they do the same thing with Fantasyland. It closes down a half hour before fireworks. Then the fire marshal comes in, gives it the all clear, and it reopens.
1: Yeah. So
0: even if they're shooting off fireworks from there, they can reopen for the rest of the night. And so the fact that it closes at 8 p.m., but it's scheduled to be closed for the rest of the night. Fine, set off the fireworks, clear out the land, set off the fireworks. That's what they do in Fantasyland. Mm -hmm. Fantasyland closes for the fireworks. A half hour before the fireworks, they close down all of Fantasyland. And by the way, it's a great time to line up over by Mr. Toad (laughs) right afterward. We went on all of the Fantasyland attractions right after they opened. yeah, I have a problem with the hours. You might be right, though, Shelly. I hadn't thought about that. It could be that. But come on, okay. reopen. Stay open till midnight. How often have you had a hankering to go to Toontown past 9 p.m.?
1: <laughs> That's kind of true. <laughs> it
0: it kind of says more about me than it does about <laughs> other things that I don't, except for that they close and tell me I'm not allowed to. So now so I desperately want to go. <laughs> I just don't. Not a big fan of being told that I can't do something. So, uh, yeah, you're not totally wrong. But yeah, I think at night when the park is packed, especially with how busy the park is these days, you know, you need everything open. You can't be closing things down. So for crying out loud, just open. And why not do something at night? Why not do character night, you know, to get people there? Do, hey, this time of night is when we do the flood of characters. Like to Shelley's point. Make it so that at eight pm all the characters come out and just sign autographs and take photos, and we have fifteen, you know, characters there. you will pack that land. find find a way. So that's my that's my hang up. So these are all good ones, good ones. This will be interesting. We're gonna finish up with Galaxy's Edge. And then on our episode three, uh, we will do uh, Frontierland, New Orleans Square. And uh, Critter Country. But we're going to finish up tonight with Galaxy's Edge. I will be interested to see if there is... Well, I'll just be interested to see where we go with this. I think it's fitting that for the favorite, uh, since Sean Solo is wearing a Star Wars shirt. And Sean and I actually went to the preview opening, you know, when you had to have a reservation months in advance or whatever. We went when it was first open before rise was even a thing. So that was fun. Sean, give us your best of.
2: Yeah. So I kind of think back to that time when we did go for the preview and what I was like most impressed with. And it was definitely the, the theming of the land, how detailed it is. You've got like laser blasts in the walls and you've got, scratches and and things and it just looks very worn down like star wars does and then also like just the sounds that you hear you'll hear like a ship flying by and it makes you even look up at least it made me look up uh because it just sounded like something was flying above you so just the whole ambiance theming of the land is incredible and i love it
0: they spared no expense no detail i mean everywhere weird little tracks in the ground from droids like mm-hmm. it's like they thought through every inch of that park. like
2: uh the lamps that are hanging down they're like the droid domes with light yeah. bulbs in them yeah i just think that's awesome
0: totally I-, I remember you and i walking through there i also remember it was so blazing hot that day and we stood out in the sun yes. for our boarding group <laughs> waiting to go in uh, yeah, that was wild. Joel Skellington, your favorite part of Galaxy's Edge.
4: Well, I'm going to go for a ride, which feels like it's a disservice to call it a ride. Um, and that is the Rise of the Resistance. It is yeah. an experience, it is what just happened, um, but in the best way to me. Mm-hmm. And my, and I must mention my wife, who's not a huge star Wars fan. She's familiar with it, but she also was like, this is insanity again in a very positive way. Like it is yeah. just like, it's, and you want to, you don't want to describe it to people because you don't want them to get all, you know, bothered by spoilers or whatever, but it's like, it's amazing. It is just, it is Eighteen rides in one, and <laughs> overlaid with other things going on. You're like, what kind of ride? Like, no, that's not the right answer or question. Like, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I can't. A- yeah.
0: Absolutely. And for for any of our listeners who have not, I mean, it's it's its own reason to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: it's literally just it's its own reason to go see Shelly what's your favorite part of
1: so I'll just toss right edge? in after Joel um because I that was definitely mine I agree completely it's one of the most epic ride experiences I've ever had and I think I think I'll just go with the element of surprise like it's the first time you ride it it's the most um surprising experience like you kind of have butterflies in your stomach the whole time because you just don't know what in the world is about to happen next and what i i don't know i just the the element of surprise in that ride they just nailed it and there's nothing else like it there's nothing it it took things to a whole another level i think
4: and the opposite of the opposite of the mickey's house like it just keeps going and you (laughs) just think is this, this must be the end and it's not, but you're okay with it.
1: Yeah. And you it's just like,
4: like it's exciting
1: that. and nerve wracking and like a little bit scary and super fun. And it's just, it's all of it. Oh, so.
0: Love it. Abs- <laughs> Next time I go, I'm going to think of that Joel for sure. <laughs> so that is dynamite. Fantastic. All right. Uh, Skipper Rob, your favorite part of uh galaxy's edge. I really like uh the urinals
3: and the bathroom the trough it's amazing um, <laughs> the trough is
0: for washing your hands rob so oh wait you sorry. might be uh, doing oh, that wrong I've
3: been going I've been doing it wrong the entire time no
0: no wonder you're not allowed to go back
3: um everybody uh, everybody's been talking about rise of the resistance it's what I I I'm just going to touch on some things that we haven't talked about Things that mm. I love. Uh, I love entering that land. It's one of my favorite entries into a land from, it's from uh, Western land. Why am I forgetting the name frontier of land? it? Frontier land. <laughs>
0: Western <crap>. world.
3: <laughs> what is going on with me? Yeah. The wild is so right in the you wilderness. You enter from frontier world and you go into that tunnel yeah. and yeah. then it just, the music starts to play and then you come into this huge immersive world. And I've been to the one at Walt Disney world at studios and I like Disneyland's better. It feels more tucked away and it feels more like I have been taken away. They have done such a good job of like making it so immersive and you can't, the sight lines where you, you can't see anything else around you other than the land that is there. And I love that. And so, but the best attraction is of course, rise of the resistance. And I'll just say this, the, the best thing about that is the reveal when you get on that Star Destroyer. Yeah. Star
0: Destroyers.
2: <laughs> and
3: then when you when that Ooh, door job, opens. Rob. Up. That was
0: impressive. Oh no. It's a
3: drop. <laughs> Star Destroyers. <laughs> anyway, but that reveal is one of the best reveals of any attraction I've ever been on. So I'll leave it at that.
0: No question. Yeah. I I I have to echo uh Rise of the Resistance. It is to me, the greatest attraction it's, and it's not my favorite attraction it's the greatest attraction of all time. And I think it'll be a long time before it gets topped because it, it was interesting. You know, I went uh, a couple months ago, I went with my parents and my sisters and my uh, niece's uh, niece and nephew and, and my dad the night before, you know, we were kind of going through planning everything. And I said, you know, mm-hmm we we have to do rise. Like you're going to pay for it. We're going to pay for it separately because we're not all going to wait, but we have to do it. And my dad said, so tell me about it. And I said, dad, it's not possible. Like it is not a, I can describe almost any ride at Disneyland. I cannot describe rise. of The resistance in a way that will do it remotely. Any justice whatsoever. There are so many facets to it. And so then I said, dad, you will not know. When you are in line and when you are on the ride, that's how good this is. Like, you won't know the difference. He's like, all right, like, I guess whatever. So we get in the Star Destroyer and my dad turns to me and goes, is this the ride? <laughs> and I said, is it? I don't know. <laughs> and, I don't know. <laughs> and then we walk out, you know, and we're standing in line. He's like, wait, are we still in line? I was like, see, it breaks all the rules. Are dad. we? This is, are we? <laughs> <laughs> so, really fun. I I really think it is the single greatest attraction. I, I hate spending um, extra money. I hate Lightning Lane Plus. It drives me nuts. And for me, if you haven't been on uh, Radiator Racers, it is worth it to do it once for Radiator Racers rather than wait for the line. But this is the only other attraction that's worth it. You know, I mean like runaway railroad is so awesome it's so fun it's it's hard to spend the money for an individual lightning lane on it this you spend the money and it's like wow i got a bargain i got such a deal because the experience is so huge i i almost put it up there with mickey's house it's that good it's literally <laughs> that that amazing so All right, we're going to finish up our episode tonight. Uh, Let's kick things off with C. Shelley. What is your least favorite part of uh, Galaxy's Edge?
1: Well, the whole thing is pretty rad. Um, And the Millennium Falcon replica itself is fantastic. But I don't love the Smuggler Run ride. And again, that's just because and I mentioned on our last episode, I get sick on Star Tours. I also got pretty ill on uh, Smuggler's Run because yeah. it's the same t- style of thing. Um, so I don't love that. I just don't love those style rides. I know that there's a place for them and, and lots of people like them. And there are a few in Disney parks. I just I hope that Disney doesn't go so much that direction such as like the universal studios of the world, yeah, universal where Universal the rides are like that. So I just, I don't want to see Disney go too much in that direction. Um, So I don't love that ride, but the millennium Falcon itself is amazing.
0: Yeah. Yep. Totally. Cannot, cannot even disagree. Uh, let's go over to Skipper Rob.
3: What is the worst thing about it?
0: Yeah, worst part of uh worst part of Galaxy's Edge.
3: When you're in line for Rise of the Resistance and it closed down, and then you have to leave.
1: Actually, Which, that hasn't happened. Unfortunately, for sure.
0: happens quite often. <laughs> that has happened
1: to me more long. than once, but at Disney World, actually, not actually. And actually, I'm saying
3: that it hasn't happened to me. But the worst is when you're on your way over there and you're ready to go, and yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. um, uh, yeah, that hasn't yeah. happened to me. Like, it's not a really bad place. Um, yeah, I, I love everything about it and, and just to put a, put this on it. Uh, I love Ronto roasters.
0: <laughs>
4: <I really laughs> love me some
3: Ronto roasters.
0: Yeah. Ronto roasters is great. I don't, I don't think I've mentioned this, but, uh, I did a VIP tour a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I had mentioned that. To, have I said that to this group? But uh, yeah, yeah, we like were never our...
1: mentioned or <laughs>
0: There is a there is a reason I'm bringing this up. I promise, uh, not just to talk about the fact that I was on a VIP <laughs> tour, but uh, no, we were we were walking over there to go on it, and our uh, our tour guide said, "Oh, it's down right now," and she said, "Let's let's wait, and we'll go over later." And she said, it's the one attraction I always have to check, because she said it feels like about half the time it's down, so.
1: It has a lot Um, of things going on, lots of moving parts.
0: No question. So uh, let's go over to Joel Skellington, least favorite part of uh, Galaxy's Edge.
4: Uh, There's a couple, and one is just because of my own personal newness to it, which is like don't know my way around it. And that bugs me. Um, When I am in Disneyland, I can generally go wherever I want to go and know what is happening anywhere, um, which directions, what's the best path, how to avoid the Adventureland chokes, all those types of things. But with Star Wars Galaxy Edge, I was just so confused. I only went there one time. And so I didn't know it well. So that's just a personal thing. So it's not really against the the land i'm sure if i go a couple times i'll be fine but but then i got to say the worst was the blue milk um because (laughs) it was like oh the blue milk i'm like well this is a kind of lightly flavored fruit smoothie um (laughs) so i don't know if we got a bad batch or if that's how they all are but we were so excited that's,
0: that's what it is it's a it's it's a lightly yeah
4: so we were just so excited we're like this is this is uh this is not a thing uh to use david letterman thing this is not a thing it did not <laughs> it was nothing and it just was disappointing um it's slightly more expensive than a churro probably um and it was just not- i believe it's
0: seven dollars yeah. yeah yeah
4: and no we question like, one thing we got to try this and like oh no we're gonna get a ronto wrap instead.
0: well that was a good decision yeah we were excited to do it uh like i said when sean and i went we we got the i think i got the green milk and you got the blue milk or yeah i don't don't like the green
2: milk so i'll say like i agree with you on green milk but i i do love the blue milk
0: you know i think it's one of those gotta do it once kind of a thing uh and then it happens so uh all right sean solo i'll be interested to hear your yeah. Least favorite thing.
2: Um, I don't know if they've changed it. Maybe they have, and it's better. But cat sock is popcorn or kettle corn. <laughs> was, I was
0: wondering if you were going to mention that.
2: That was so gross. Um, it had a um, weird aftertaste, and it just—I don't know—it was very displeasing to the the tell,
0: backstory. Tell the backstory back <laughs> on that, because that was the, I was wondering if, if you weren't going to mention it, I was at least going to mention it.
2: What's the backstory. <laughs> yeah. I don't know I if mean, I remember the backstory. The
0: backstory was just how excited we were for oh, it. Yeah, that was the yeah, one yeah. treat we were going to get the popcorn and the little round ball diet Coke yep. or Coke or whatever. And then we bought the diet Coke and we were like, this thing's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. like six and then we went right like next door.
3: Yeah, I still have it,
0: them over here. When you're talking shell.
3: about the popcorn, is it the flavored popcorn?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Kat Sokka's kettle corn. Oh, it was, I had. It. I don't know. I like it's
3: actually pretty good. And oh, I got I try, it. I not know. Got in the droid too.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I got it in the mouse droid. I was super excited for that. I yeah. still have it, of course. But
3: I have it too. It's the best. It's the best I, popcorn yeah. bucket that I have.
2: Yeah, I think it was more of uh, the aftertaste than anything. It just it was really weird, and uh, did not enjoy it. So, yeah. have yeah. sorry, Rob. It was supposed to be or
3: <laughs> not offended? What,
0: no, I don't was know that, what it's Jill? supposed to be. It's oh. it's supposed to be kind of fruity, yeah, kind it's... of a fruity thing. And it was terrible. Like we we both were really excited, and we grabbed a handful, and we we're like, oh yeah, this isn't too bad. And then like <laughs> thirty seconds later, we're both like. Not very a, good. <laughs> a little bit of a weird aftertaste there. Uh, I don't know if
2: like the food coloring,
0: yeah. if that
2: was giving it a weird taste, but yeah, something yeah, was off. Yeah, it
0: was not good. And we ended up, I think we ended up tossing it. Like yeah. we were very disappointed because we- Oh, kept, uh,
2: no, I kept it because I wanted Brian to try it. And so <laughs> I kept it in the droid. Yeah. He tried it. He didn't yeah. like it either. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, for sure. I so mine, um, mine, I think my worst one, uh, worst part of Galaxy's Edge is being an engineer on Smuggler's Run. And oh, yeah. being an engineer on Smuggler's Run is so uninspired, you know. Yeah. When you're a pilot, Smuggler's Run as a pilot is phenomenal, yeah. Smuggler's Run as a gunner it's pretty good. I mean, you're only pressing buttons, but yeah, it's good. When you're the engineer, it's like, come on, man. I mean, it's like, uh, it's like, Hey, do you want to steer the ship on jungle cruise? You're not doing anything. Like, I mean, you're doing nothing. And so you're just smacking the buttons on the side and shoot the harpoon. Oh, yeah. All right. There it is. And there <laughs> it goes. And the worst part is I am the engineer 90% of the time. Cause I hate lines. So I go on single rider. And if you go on single rider, they take you after they've taken the first people. So it's like, how many are in your group? We're five. Okay, you five, you're going to be our pilot gunner, and you'll be an engineer. And single rider, you'll be the other engineer. Like 100% (laughs) of the time, you're an engineer when you go there. So I do recommend the single rider line, but you're definitely going to be the engineer. And uh, so that's my... I would but, say that's my least favorite.
3: To be fair, Smugglers Run, it's f- interesting. The queue and being inside the Millennium Falcons is like better than the ride. Like it's yeah. such a great queue line. It's one of the best. I, and lines. I
0: like the ride. I enjoy the ride. Like it, it, it's a shame that they opened up the land with just that ride, you know, because like we, the theming of it made it all worth it. We were blown away. We loved exploring and every little nook and yeah. cranny. And then you go on that ride and it's kind of like, star tours but you can drive yeah you know and it sort of was like mm, yeah, it's good you know it was fine but but the great thing Smother- about that
4: ride
3: they can the possibilities of them doing new simulations and different yeah, types of sure. things
0: and it's fun you know it's a fun attraction i'll tell you what we went we went on it um when i went with my family a couple months ago Everybody went together and they filled up one whole car. So I said, I'll go by myself. You know, I'm fine. And so I went uh, with another group and they decided to let the two four-year-olds of the group be the pilot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And after about 10 seconds, I had to just let go because the parents were laughing hysterically. And like, I would feel bad if it wasn't me as the single rider in their group. It was five of them and then me. If it was somebody else, like because the kids were just crashing into things, and oh, yeah. one of the kids, <laughs> one of the kids just let go and was just sitting there, and it was pretty terrible. But one time anyway. I went
3: on that ride with my in-laws, my my wife's sister and her husband, and then their three-year-old child. They thought it was a good idea to put a three-year-old on that. As <laughs> soon as the ride started going, she was screaming bloody murder. Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Uh, I was like, are we doing this? Like, oh, she'll be fine. They're those kind of parents. Oh, she'll be fine. Yeah,
0: she was, she was not fine. For me, yeah. one of the most yeah.
4: special experiences, though, was that Smuggler's Run and it's, it's not stupid. It's just immersive, but it's just I was pilot and it was jumped to hyperspace, flip the switch. And when i mean just pulling that switch and it, you're suddenly in hyperspace, it yeah. was like, That's cool. <laughs> I know it's all just I just got tilted up and the screens are going, but it just felt like so sweet mercy i just took us into (laughs) hyperspace that'd be cool
3: it is is
2: exciting. yeah if you ever get the chance i don't know if any of you have done it but uh if you ask a cast member to help you guys get it into wookiee mode that's that's my favorite experience with uh galaxy i've never done
0: tell us tell us Tell us what Wookiee mode does.
2: Yeah, they'll have you push like certain buttons and stuff, and then it puts it in Wookiee mode. And so you're, instead of, uh, what's his face? Who's the guy that...
0: Yeah, what's the guy's name? The guy guy with the dreadlocks. Yeah,
2: so instead of Hondo, you've got Chewbacca talking to you. So he's not telling you what's going on or anything like that. It's just Wookiee noises. Uh. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining to, to have... Chewbacca trying to help you out so
3: you know, it's a little more hectic what a wookie <laughs>
0: well this has been fantastic I this took some directions that uh that I didn't think we would go so we had some great things happen and uh yeah some a few things that uh a few things happened that I I didn't expect some some of our choices were surprising But again, I think very well thought out. So thank you so much to all of the collective for joining us tonight. It was a whole lot of fun to our audience. What did we get right? What did we get wrong? Are you screaming at us? Are you uh, ready to boycott us because we maybe didn't like as much your favorite attraction? Uh, Or was it vice versa? Is our favorite something that you can't stand? Let us know. Reach out to us on social media. And uh, tell us and come back for part three, where we will finish out the rest of the lands. But for now, on behalf of Joel Skellington, Sean Solo, Skipper Rob, C. Shelley, I've been your host, Sean. Thank you so much for joining us. And we'll see you next time on the Castle Collective.
3: Generic music playing that Sean found on some website. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.